0: Hi, welcome to We Will Tell, a leadership podcast for the next generation ministries of Mississippi. My name is Matt.
1: And I'm Christy. We're the next gen directors of the Mississippi District Assemblies of God, and we're excited to serve you and your local church. The purpose of this podcast is to give you all the information, training, and resources you need to either take your ministry to the next level or start something brand new.
0: Thanks again for allowing us the opportunity to invest in you. Together, we will tell the next generation of kids, youth, and young adults the glorious deeds of our Lord Jesus. We truly believe that the best is yet to come. So let's jump right into today's episode. What's up? What's up,
1: everybody? We
0: are back for episode six, talking about probably... Probably one of the most important things we're going to talk about in this why series. And Christy, what is that?
1: That is why discipleship.
0: And we're going to address the obvious. It is not the most flashy title that you could put onto a podcast. But man, this is so, so important. And our heart is that as we go through the next couple of minutes and we talk about the importance of discipleship that you can see from a biblical point of view that there is a difference in in sometimes what we do in services today, and we really need to wrestle with the question: Am I discipling? Am I being a disciple maker? Uh, am I being a disciple myself? Because it's so so critical to what the Lord is wanting to do in our churches in our community. Uh, but anyway, we'll save a little bit of that for a little bit later. Christy, why don't you go ahead and talk to us about discipleship?
1: Yes. So of course we're called to make disciples and not convert. And I think sometimes in the church that can get so easily confused and we celebrate our um, salvation response in the altar and we celebrate the number of tendons in our church. And sometimes it's easy to forget. And we know this is true of our many years of serving in the church. We get so excited about those numbers and we forget that while those numbers are very important. They aren't an indicator of how well someone is being discipled. And sometimes you'll see that when you will hear someone respond or say something like maybe um, someone passes away and you'll hear someone in your church say something like, well, you know, now they can be your guardian angel. And you're like, whoa, that is not scriptural. And, and but you it realize, could be fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a very kind and thought and gesture that someone would say something like that. We know that to be absent with the body is to be present with the Lord. And that doesn't line up with what the word of God says. And so, how do we make sure that, that our the guardian people, angel thing, right? Right, the guardian angel. Okay, cool. Yes, I'm sorry if I was unclear with how no. I said that. So, um it it takes a lot of time, a lot of energy, a lot of resource to make sure that the people who attend your church know the word of God, and it really goes outside of just what you're teaching on Sundays, Wednesdays, whenever you meet with your youth, your kids, it goes outside of that one hour and it's intentional. It's sitting down and talking one-on-one with people sometimes. So Matt, what are your thoughts on how we can build discipleship? How do we do that? Because it it, can be so hard to figure out what's the best way to disciple my people.
0: Absolutely. And I want to tackle a statement that you made that can be very triggering and confusing to some people, but we, we really need to wrestle with it. You said we are called to make disciples and not converts. That's Bible. Like Jesus says, go Go into all the world and make disciples. Here's the thing. All disciples will be converts. Not all converts will be disciples. Absolutely. And Jesus wants us to make disciples because one, they're going to follow him but disciples also make disciples, and they're going to go and share the word. And so Seven. all the things, the the salvation counts, the response prayers, the fresh starts. It's important. The, all of that is important, not to take away from that. But right. there's another layer that we are responsible for, and that is discipleship. So what does that look like? There are several different systematic ways, intentional ways, that we need to look at discipleship in the church and the beauty of discipleship, man, it's not like back in the day, you know, they they were circling up and having girls ministries or rural rangers or they were having Sunday school. Like discipleship is simply getting together with a group of people that will hold each other accountable to the word of God, to the life that they're living, and they're moving forward in their faith. Now there are plenty of different options that we, as a district, can offer to the local church, uh, and we would love to get you connected with girls ministries and Ro- Royal Rangers specifically. Uh, those are gender-based ministries, gender-specific ministries, and and I did you know I never would have guessed that we needed to have that conversation—that little boys need to know how to be little boys, and little girls need to know how to be little girls, and and understanding that there are uniqueness and there is purpose in our identity. Male and female, he made them. We are all made in the image of God, but we are made uniquely to who we are. Christy, I'm thankful you're not a dude. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm thankful you're not a girl.
0: Well, I didn't want to be. Okay, so, um, but the reality is there are different discipleship methods. But if we were, if I were to kind of put a a statement on discipleship, discipleship needs to be a systematic walkthrough of the Bible through plans and life application. We have a responsibility to tie the Word of God to our life and our actions. Typically, this is done in smaller groups with a plan to walk through the Word, talk about talk about its application to our lives, commit to growing into what we are learning, and being accountable to each other during the growth process. Discipleship is the pathway to becoming who Jesus desires us to be. Again, there are many different methods we can develop discipleship you're used to develop discipleship and bring it into focus in our local churches. Some of them would be small groups in service and out, meaning you can have a small group at the coffee shop. You can have a small group at the lake. You can have a small group in a class at the church. You can have a small group at school. Uh, And others would be, again, girls ministries and rangers. Sunday school, look, Sunday school was tight back in the day. Okay, like I know it's not like a super popular thing now and it's not typically what, what you would see, but man, it was so great to have just a, a a teacher, a man or a woman that just loved kids that would just teach the Bible stories. Because what we're seeing today is because of a lack of Sunday school and a lack of discipleship. We're hearing from from college presidents that Christians that are attending these schools, specifically our assemblies of God schools, that are going to school. As a Christian, as a believer who grew up in church, that they don't know Jonah and the whale.
1: That's crazy. They don't know
0: the the ark. This cookie, much less the Sunday school teaching. The ark of the covenant. They don't don't know about the disciples. They don't know about the Exodus story. They don't know about Create. They don't know. And that's because they, they have gone to church, they attended church, and they were a convert, but they weren't disciples. So it's not like this is just a, oh, we think this is going on. No, we know it's going on. Gone are the days of even us being in the South, in the Bible Belt, where we can expect people to believe it, much less know it. And here's here's also part of the problem. This wasn't really on my notes for today, but I think it needs to be said, is that I think there was a point in time where in the church, pastors and leaders were really proud of the responsibility and the honor that we have to teach the Word of God, that we 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 held on to that as a means for us, and we didn't train other people how to do it. And maybe they didn't train other people how to do it because they themselves were not trained to teach other people how to do it. And so we would prepare our messages, we would prepare our sermons, we would prepare our thoughts, and we weren't equipping other people to do it. Because for kids' ministry, the most important teacher in their life should not be their Sunday school teacher, should not be their small group leader. It should be mom and dad. Absolutely. Same thing for a student. It should not be anybody other than mom and dad. But how many moms and dads do you know, Christy, that feel comfortable and confident to teach their kid the Bible?
1: Right. Not many. Yes.
0: Right? That's So, so how do we fix that is the question.
1: Right. Discipleship. Are people that will ask us to step in and do something that could be done as a parent. I know we experienced that a couple of times um, when we were campus pastors, things that we were like, you can do that. You can pray that prayer. And they would just rather a pastor pray it. And um, yeah, I mean, we're all part of the body of Christ, and we should definitely encourage one another. Part of discipleship is teaching others to disciple as well.
0: Yep. So plug in right here. There is a free resource available to you called the Bible Engagement Project. Shout out to BEP. The Bible Engagement Project is an Assemblies of God discipleship tool that is free. F-R-E-E, that spells free. For you, for mom and dad, for the church, for whoever would use it, and it's a great tool to help mom and dad have a time where they can lead their kids, they can lead their students, youth pastors, you can get your youth group on it. It's curriculum to teach you, so whether it's a small group, whether it's a service like kids or youth ministry, adult service, adult small group, it's literally for anyone everywhere all the time. And so mom and dad, if you're listening to this and you are needing some help, that is a great tool to help you build some confidence in discipling your kiddo. And uh, anyway, it is so, so important because there's we live in a day and age, Christy, where we love alliteration. As a communicator, I am all on board that clear, fun enticing communication is needed something that you can hold on to that you can remember some good alliteration and there was a uh, you may be familiar with pastor steven furtick with elevation church and he is probably one of the most gifted communicators when it just comes to stuff that he does that you'll remember catchy it's very catchy and he had a message that uh, i don't remember the sermon title but i remember this he said praise puts your problems into perspective I will say this, he did an excellent job of tying it into the Word of God. But here's the danger for younger communicators or communicators that, that need some inspiration and they they latch on to a praise, put your problems into perspective. God honors His Word as He honors His name. He doesn't honor our alliteration. Now, again, Pastor Stephen Furtick did a phenomenal job of anchoring that thought In the into word. the Word. But if we're not careful in our communication to other people to tie our thoughts, our, or even communicating someone else's thoughts back into the word, it, it, that's not going to help them. We're just right?
1: regurgitating when, the alliteration and yeah. not teaching beautiful. the word of God for ourselves. Where
0: is it anchored, right? So praise puts your problems into perspective. Okay, John, bring it back into 1633 says, in this world, Jesus tells us, I tell you these things so that in me you can have peace. In this world, you will have trouble. But take heart, I have overcome the world. If I know that Jesus has overcome the world, and I am worshiping him, that means he has overcome everything I am going to face, have faced, will face, all the things, so my praise can put my problems into perspective, because he is greater than anything we could ever ask, think, or imagine. He is the King of kings, the Lord of lords, every tongue will confess, every knee will bow. Jesus is that guy. Jesus is him. Okay? Okay? But if I don't know the word of God, as I smack this table, as we record this (laughs) podcast, if I don't know the word of God, the statement, praise, put your problems in perspective, is not going to help me. Because God honors his word as he honors his name. That was good. So good. Like We can go ahead and pass the plate. We can receive an offering. We can do all the fun things there. But, Christy, discipleship is a process. And so if you'll walk us through some final thoughts on this, we'll go ahead and wrap up this podcast and get ready for next week.
1: Yes, it's a commitment. Discipleship is a commitment of time and relationship, resources, and just a willingness to be involved in other people's lives. And however we can come alongside and help, we have many resources here that we can give you as far as discipleship goes and that's our heart we want to be able to partner with you to fulfill the great commission to go and make disciples of all nations
0: that's right discipleship is messy it's not fun sometimes but it is life-changing and you can truly make a difference so let's do this together let's go make disciples thanks again for joining us today Our hope is that we were able to add value to you right where you are. It would mean the world to us if you take a moment and subscribe to the show on whatever your preferred streaming platform is.
1: We would love for you to be a part of our community and continue to provide resources to help you fulfill the goals you have for your ministry. You can find us on Instagram at MSNextGen and online at MSNextGen.com. Check out the links to these and many more resources in today's show notes.
0: Know that we are praying for you, believing in you, and excited to see all that the Lord is going to do through you. See you next time.
1: Bye.